Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, and Ed Egros on the BetQL Network. And the Just for Funsies home run play of the day, Ellie De La Cruz, 5-1, to one, a price that we can get behind against Syndergaard in that ballpark. Absolutely. Golf tournament silence. Anticipation to see what... Oh, goodness! <laughs> There's a lot of time left for a team that loves to have big comebacks. Murray, jump shot is good. Big bucket from Murray. He's got 26 points, 9 assists. And that's the 10th assist for Jokic. Yet another triple-double. <laughs> to be honest, I just think it's a win, you know, because if we lose, nobody's going to even mention. Even, I mean, to be honest, I don't care. It's just, it's just a stat. <laughs> Nothing is just a stat. Nothing is just a stat. Everything is... Anyway. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL and follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the show today, Alex Smith from the Ice Guys will join us to talk Stanley Cup Final Game 3 happening tonight. And Sean Zarillo will join us to give his MLB insights and all of his favorite plays for the day's card. But first, let's recap Game 3 of the NBA Finals. And about as eloquently as I can put it, the Nuggets opened up a can. It is mm-hmm. Denver winning this one 109-94. to They definitely cover the 2.5-point spread. And this game flies under the total of 212.5. And, and folks... It's the first time in NBA history that two players on the same team had a 30-point triple-double. Jokic had a 30-20-10 and 10 triple-double, the first time that's ever happened in any, in any NBA Finals game. And, Joe, I find this especially impressive given that we are in a state in the NBA where we're always talking about offensive efficiency and three-pointers made and up-tempo play, Mm -hmm. and this game really wasn't any of those things, and yet Jokic was able to make NBA Finals history. Jokic and Murray made NBA history in general, and now the Nuggets lead this two games to one, and it feels like it's an even bigger lead for Denver. Yeah, well, last night when you would kind of count it up, okay, they're 15, it's a 16-point game throughout much of that fourth quarter, it felt like 30. (laughs) didn't it like there was no chance that Miami was uh going to mount some sort of a comeback uh we kept talking about how everyone was betting the under it kept dropping it dropping and then Mm -hmm. as you mentioned it still hits by 10 points everybody was right that was in on that under in game number three gotcha egros Denver first half gets home they're tied after the first quarter uh Denver started to pull away late in that first half and uh certainly in that third quarter there uh, unbelievable. We guessed that they were going to want to get Murray involved early. And that is exactly what they had, what happened. Like there were practice reports that they were doing that. And, and then it, we saw it during the game, that triple double. If you bet that that was tight, it, it got it through at the very end. He didn't have to be yep. on the court, but it seemed like the nuggets wanted him to get, <laughs> to get that triple double. They set 42 ball screens for Murray. So, I mean, that was as obvious as anything. Most of the time it ended up being Jokic. But, uh, yeah, that was the Jokic-Murray game. 
And, and the other part, like I heard people say, oh, it was all Jokic and Murray. Nobody else in Denver did anything else. I couldn't disagree more. I mean, Gordon contributed oh. with a double-double in that game. And then Brown was awesome in that fourth quarter. Like Christian Brown was all over the place. So I, I thought it was a, a full-on effort here. And, Ed, you talked about the efficiency. It doesn't happen much in today's game when you have such a dominant performance by one side. Five threes. They made five threes in the game. So that's kind of scary moving forward because – you know they're going to do better than that. It was just domination in the paint all night, Aaron. I mean, that, that was crazy. 60 points in the paint for the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, phenomenal night. And like you said, the rookie, Christian Braun, 15 points. Uh, he was impressive stepping up as well. That Jamal Murray double-double plus 370. <laughs> I, it felt like five hours I was waiting for that 10th assist. It finally hit, and then he got the triple-double. Um, but I, I only bet the double-double. And for the third straight game, the first half under hit. That was 110 during our show. It dropped down to 106 and a half, finished at 101. So 101, 108, 101 uh, through the first three games. The under also hitting in the first half. And gosh, I ended up live betting over on Murray. Don't recommend that after you've had about four to five mm. drinks, but thank goodness that mm. I, I did over 32 and a half live. Like this seems like a great idea. He ended up with 34. So thankfully it did hit. So great night. I mean, this is what we expected from the Nuggets. They're the better team. They, I don't know what happened in game two. They all admitted like they didn't come out with intensity. They're better than that. And then they showed it. It was a little bit close in the first half. I, you know, I was still thinking, gosh, I don't know which direction this is going to go. And then they just put them away. How many betters out there after they've had a few, they bet unders? Like, it seems to me, like, after Nobody. you've had a couple of drinks, like, you're likelier to bet on overs because you're really oh, yeah. excited and, and jubilant, et cetera. You're like, Jamal Murray's having a great game. Let me just live bet the over. This sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. After a couple of drinks, you're like, okay, let's temper our expectations. Let's make sure we're doing things uh, by the book. Let's go under here because everyone else is over. No, nobody does that after they've had a few. No, mm -mm. I doubt it. <laughs> no, they really don't. Uh, Joe, you mentioned a, a really important point here, and that is that Denver, you know, first, first two games, they really struggled in the fourth quarter. Miami was able to find some kind of adjustment, or Duncan Robinson was able to go up, whatever it was, but Miami was always able to make fourth quarters interesting. That didn't happen in game three, despite mm -hmm. Miami being at home here. And Denver was able to do it without three-pointers. Uh, what was it? They made like one uh, when they were, you know, basically dominating the third and most of the fourth quarter. To me, that's fascinating because, like you said, if Denver does need to resort to three-pointers, then that's going to make them especially dangerous. But also Miami can as well. I mean, it was sort of a quiet mm -hmm. shooting night for them too. Uh, but some of it was basically beyond Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, nobody was contributing for the Heat. Yeah. And that, to me, was really significant. Sort of forcing Butler, forcing Bam to be able to play hero ball. And that's not what Heat culture is about. If we've learned anything about what Heat culture is supposed to be, it's a group effort. And we didn't see that in Game 3. 
did Jimmy Butler run out of gas? I think it's fair to wonder. At this stage in the playoffs, does he have enough to give what Murray and Jokic are able to give for 43, 44 minutes? Because we know about how, how many more minutes, playoff time, season's on the line, these key players are going together. You're only going to sit a few minutes per game. And uh, his attempts, well, I think it was like decreased by half in the second half. Still ends up being a good stat line for Butler, 28 points. Bam, 22 and seven, 17, you mentioned that. That's what I kept going back to after game two with the Miami uh, win. D- did we see the best of Miami? Because everything that they needed to happen happened, starting with the adjustments mm-hmm. and all the role players stepping up and hitting their threes. Those role players did next to nothing yesterday. Outside of my guy, Duncan Robinson, with a few meaningless threes, except to some, because uh, he had a couple at the very end. He goes over on the three-point pointers made, but... Gabe Vincent, this is a guy that's been the volume guy from the outside, or one of them, two for 10 from the field. Struess, back to game one. He was hot coming out in game two, and then yesterday, Struess goes one for seven from the field. Uh, I don't know what the plan is with Love. I'm not quite sure. So he starts him again after after he doesn't play game one. He says that was a mistake after game two. He's, he grabs 10 boards. He's a big part of game two. He starts him in game three, but he only plays 16 minutes. Caleb Martin ends up playing 31 minutes. So is game four going to be a love game? Love only six points, two, two rebounds in limited playing time. But, you know, when, when my, for Miami to have a chance in any one of these games, these names that we're talking about, Vincent, Struess, Duncan Robinson, Love, Caleb Martin, they, a number of them need to perform because right. they, sorry, the stars on Miami, they just – yeah, they're really good players. <laughs> they're not the same stratosphere as Jokic and Murray. And you look at the box score, pretty much everyone on the Heat, is they're plus minus. It's like minus 10, minus 20, minus 11, minus 16. All the Nuggets players are on the plus side. Caleb Martin, two for five from three. Struess, one for four. Vincent, one for six. Butler, one for four. Kevin Love, two for five. I mean, nobody was hitting their threes either. Cannot live and die by the three because it's unrealistic that you're going to be hot every single night in the NBA Finals. Just looking at Jamal Murray's game log here, before the Finals, the last time he had 10-plus assists was March 16th against the Pistons. He did not have a 10-plus assist performance in the playoffs until the finals, and now he has three straight 10, 10, and 10 assists recorded in each game of the NBA Finals. The fact that Jamal Murray is now a passer in addition to a scorer, that makes the Nuggets that much more dangerous. Now, look, I think there can be a game between now and the end where Miami can just go off from three and win that way. But in terms of winning the series, absolutely not. This one is over. The Nuggets The Nuggets will win just a matter of how many games. And that's one of the things that we will talk about later in the broadcast when we preview game four happening Friday night. But there are some baseball headlines that we need to get to. And certainly our friends on the East Coast, uh, you know, Aaron, you especially, uh, are dealing with poor air quality. And it led to a couple of postponements. And we'll talk about uh, how that will impact our bets and uh, who will actually be playing and win and all that good stuff. But... We also need to talk about Ellie De La Cruz, the Cincinnati Reds phenom in just his second game in the bigs, gets a home run against the Dodgers. 
is uh, his home run was uh, especially impressive. Uh, exit velocity, 114.8 miles per hour. Uh, home run in all 30 ballparks. He's also really fast. Uh, one of the faster ball players out there. And he's only he only played in his second major league game. And oh yeah, the Reds also beat the Dodgers uh, vis-a-vis walk-off home run. We talked yesterday about the possibility of him winning Rookie of the Year. Joe, after one game, uh, you know, since we talked about it, after that one game, has that changed your mind? Are you embracing Ellie De La Cruz fever? Yeah, I can embrace the fever, but I, it doesn't mean that I think he's going to go past Carroll and be the NL Rookie of the Year. And also, you want to talk about overreaction? Uh, we can go past the NL Rookie of the Year, Ed. I'm seeing people talk about the Reds winning the division because of De La Cruz. Like, oh, well, you know, Cincinnati, five games back. They're 20 to one. You got the fever. Come on, jump on board. They're the long shot in the NL Central at some spots, 20 to one. Uh, yeah, I can get really excited, but uh, no, no, I, I'm not going <laughs> to place any wagers based on his call-up. Let me put it that way. I'm not betting on the Reds to win the division, but I'm absolutely bullish on the Reds long-term. I love all these young players, uh, and they're calling them all up. They're not playing this game of let's wait. No, I want to wait for this guy. Uh, we'll get another year. Worry about service time and all that. When, when they're ready, they're calling them up. So I can certainly respect that. I can respect Jake calling the home run. Good for him. Uh, I'm I'm happy now for Jake. I know he's disappointed. Hair, right? He's out in Survivor, and uh, <laughs> then oh month. come on, that was like so unnecessary. Like I did not months. deserve that shot. I I wow. made my peace with Survivor so <laughs> no. long ago, and it's now like we <laughs> just got to reopen that wound for me. That was so mean. I did not no. deserve that at all. Jake, Listen, it's fine. Your daily picks are outstanding. It was Thank <laughs> maybe you. I not Survivor that. this season, yeah. but. I yeah. love that Aaron is like the one that sneakily too. twists the knife on like random things. Like I know. Well, it's usually Jake. Stuff. It's usually Jake related. Yeah. One of his random calls from like all the tigers. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't. I you know the tigers survivor. I can't get credit for the Mariners last year. I can't get credit for the Diamondbacks this year. But yeah, let's keep talking about the Tigers from last year. Yeah, That's forty really to fun. one. <laughs> Sure. Or Seattle last year. Um, if you had the handlebar, if you had the handlebar during your survivor play, I think things would have turned out differently for you. Well, now we know for next year that'll be what has to happen. Can I just say something about rookie of the year really quick while we're talking about yeah. it? Sure. It's yeah. so funny. Like I was waiting. I was like, all right, Ellie Dave Cruz, triple and a homer, awesome. And I was like, great. Now the Corbin Carroll number might come a little bit closer to earth, and I'll just smash it. Nope. Corbin Carroll, four for five, Not. three run scored, stolen base, home run. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. Like, he's just going to win. By the way, the Jake, one don't, thing... wor yeah. don't worry about Survivor because uh, I'll probably be joining you with the way things are starting for Baltimore yeah. and Pittsburgh and the L.A. Dodgers. It, it's looking rough. Right. I, I think we're all going to join you in uh, <laughs> whatever whatever misery this is going to be. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we turn the page to NBA Finals Game 4 and how we will bet on it right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.